0: Welcome to the Blind COVID Podcast. Blind COVID's mission is to empower blind and low vision people during the COVID-19 pandemic. Blind COVID aims to do this through increasing awareness of accessible resources, providing strategies and sharing your stories and personal experiences for blind and low vision Washingtonians. I'm your host, Corey Grantstaff, and uh, I work here at the Washington State School for the Blind. I'm also a blind person. The purpose of today's podcast is to introduce you to the Blind COVID Project and website, as well as hear from an individual who's been talking with blind people across the state of Washington during focus groups to see what you need in relation to accessibility of information regarding COVID-19. So what is Blind COVID? Blind COVID is a grant uh, that was funded by the Washington State Department of Health Uh, That was given to the Washington State School for the Blind. And the goal of this grant was to create accessible resources uh, and to find accessible resources um, for people who are blind, specifically in Washington. But we hope we reach uh, other individuals as well. And these resources specifically deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. So we began our journey by exploring some ways that we could provide those accessible resources related to COVID-19. And as we know, as blind people, there's a lot of resources out there that are not accessible. I'm sure many of you have tried to look up the stats in your county and found some of the um, charts inaccessible. Well, what I'm here to tell you is we have been able to find some of those resources that you're looking for. And we want to share those resources with you through the Blind COVID Project. So I want to tell you about four components of our project. The first component is, well, you're listening to it right now, these podcasts. And uh, I'm going to try to do one of these podcasts each week. Uh, Future episodes are going to include topics such as strategies that you're going to use while traveling during COVID-19, whether you're traveling by air, uh, whether you're using like rideshare services, public transportation, or whether you're just walking. We're going to talk about strategies for social distancing as a blind and low vision person. We're going to have some accessible shopping tricks and tips because we all know that shopping has changed for people who are blind and low vision. Whether it's that you're still going in person and you need some tips and tricks on how to uh, make sure that you're able to shop safely uh, with a human guide or or, uh, a courtesy clerk in the store. Or whether it's that you need to learn how to navigate some of the online shopping platforms. We're going to talk about those things. Uh, We're also going to uh, be talking about information regarding accessible testing sites, accessible vaccination sites, ways you can access a a fulfilling social life during COVID-19, some different recreation opportunities, and of course, we want to hear your personal stories and your experiences as you've gone through COVID-19 as a blind person. The second component of our project is the establishment of the website blindtoCOVID.com. That's B L I N D C O V I D dot com. Again, that's B as in boy, L I N as in Nancy, D as in dog, C O V as in very, I D as in dog dot com. This website is going to feature these podcasts. We're going to have a compilation of all the different resources we've been able to gather a video uh, of strategies for social distancing and there's going to be lists of accessible testing and vaccination sites as well as where, places where you can find those accessible statistics regarding COVID-19. A third component of this project is that we've established the blind COVID access line and I'm excited about this. Um, this is a phone that you can call if you are having difficulty with accessibility-related issues in relation to COVID-19. The number for that line is 360-947-3330. Again, that's 360-947-3330. Now, you can ask us questions regarding finding accessible COVID information, accessible testing sites, where you can get vaccinated, those sort of things. Now, I have to tell you, we can't provide you any medical advice. We also needed to uh, find out what resources do you need. And this is something that I'm really excited about. We have been engaging people who are blind and low vision all across the state of Washington. Um, We've been running focus groups. And I'm really excited because today with us on the podcast, we have uh, the facilitator of our focus groups, Matthew Hines. Welcome, Matt. So Matt, you've been conducting focus groups and you've had some focus groups scheduled in the future. Can you kind of tell us a bit about yourself in relation to this project, um, as well as kind of the process you went through during these focus groups?
1: Absolutely, Corey, and thank you for asking me on to discuss some of these important topics. So I uh, do a lot of um, instruction in the residential department for independent living skills. Uh, here at the School for the Blind, and um, quite often um, I get an opportunity to work on other projects that help support uh, the blind, low vision, and deafblind community. And this opportunity came along to um, do a really important thing for not just our community, but for the whole state um, for the blind, low vision, and deafblind. And it definitely goes in line with our mission here at the school. Um, and so uh, as far as kind of how I kind of dove into that process, it really began about um, you know establishing a kind of a web-based centralized location for uh, you know information resources and tools, and, and to support the building of that resource, um, we needed to know what what was affecting people, uh, what was you know what experiences were people having um, that would drive the generation of this tool, um, and we've conducted think we're on to our uh, fourth we just finished our fourth uh, focus group we've uh, surveyed over 50 people so far we have another six plan in February uh, February uh, so hopefully we'll have you know close to 100 to 150 responses by the time this is all done but um, we've you know ma- uh, made a concerted effort in these focus groups to reach out to different parts of the state um, to really get into what's affecting people not just as a you know, as somebody w- within the blind community, but somebody who also might have geographical differences in how the COVID-19 uh, pandemic is affecting all of us. And so having this, um, this feedback to create this, this uh, tool that can be accessible to everyone throughout our state um, is, is I, I thought a really important uh, uh, thing to, to do. And, I, and I'm really proud of the work we've done and we're um, taking this feedback and we're putting it into plan And action, Um, it's it's going. uh, You know, these these things that people are sharing in these groups are going up on the website. Uh, We're creating tools off the website based off of people's feedback. So it's it's really coming along so far.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like you've you've done a few different ones, and you have a few coming up. Um, When you were doing those focus groups, obviously they can get. You know, they're all based on people's personal experiences. So. What would you say were the things that you kept hearing over and over when it came to, you know, COVID testing, vaccines, accessibility, during your focus groups?
1: Yeah, well, though I mean, you just went over really the the core uh, pillars of what people are are looking for right now, which is testing, uh, vaccination, um, you know, informative data, um, and also you know the resources to combat. Um, what people are going through that you know, isn't directly related to COVID. So for example, uh, some of the biggest pieces of feedback we've gotten um, when it comes to those you know, pillars that we're talking about, uh, that people are looking for information on is, is the lack of accessibility. Um, we have a widespread report throughout these focus groups of uh, people experiencing accessibility issues, uh, locating information about testing, uh, locating information about vaccinations, Making appointments for both, um, not having um, a a real a culture uh, of service that um, serves people outside of web-based tools. Um, you know the response to this pandemic has been, um, you know, very much uh, technically oriented, and the people that we're honestly trying to reach at this moment, as we're coming into gearing up with vaccinations. The people that we're trying to reach are the people that aren't aren't necessarily the most technical savvy, and uh, not only that, but not everyone ha- can afford those tools. Um, so a lot of people report not having a robust response outside of the uh, virtual space um, to to tackle these issues. Another thing that people also have shared is you know the fatigue, the COVID fatigue, as is, is people refer to it, um, the the isolation um, the lack of touch, the lack of being able to socialize, um, the, you know, the inability to gather, um, has taken it out. And, you know, many, uh, participants in these focus groups have shared that they're somewhat, um, sedentary people to begin with. And this is really, um, you know, this has really, uh, caused a lot of harm, uh, for these people. And, and there has been a yearning to, uh, to kind of get out and, and explore and, and be with people, but be doing it reasonably. And, um, and so a lot of people have felt that they've wanted to do that, but haven't really been, you know, educated on how to do that. So people seeking strategies for, um, you know, interacting in public as a blind person um, has been something that people have really uh, sought. And then also talking about how those uh, that isolation um, you know, has led to an increase in depression, an increase in uh, overeating, um, a reliance on uh, quick food options, and and instead of um, being able to have a, a, a you know robust variety of choices, a lot of people have found um, difficulty uh, with shopping and accessing you know more uh, you know uh, food delivery options in their areas even though some of us are experiencing a boom in that, in that uh, space, some people haven't quite been able to access those um, services. So uh, that's also been uh, weighing heavy on people, is um, just, it, it feels like it's gonna beat people down in a lot of ways. And then I would say, lastly, just as a, uh, you know, I, a lot of uh, these participants were very quick to, you know, relate to how different this uh, pandemic has been for them, you know, as someone with a disability compared to somebody uh, who doesn't. Now, not that's not to say that um, this hasn't impacted uh, everyone, but I think the point that, that has been made is that it really has impacted uh, those with disabilities. And, and the consensus in this group is a blind, low vision and deafblind group is that it's really um, impacted skills as far as independent living, being able to practice um, mobility in your area and neighborhood. Um, I had one participant share that she recently graduated with uh, getting her guide dog and she hasn't really been able to work the dog um, and train the dog in ways that was, uh, was expected of her when she left and that's weighing heavily on her. So uh, I think, you know, th- those are just a few things but there's a lot to unpack there and, and it's very um, widespread in how those feelings are shared.
0: Yeah, so Matt, um, what would you say, like, when, when you're going through this, if you had to pick one statement that someone made that kind of had the most profound impact on you, what what would that statement be that you heard in the focus groups?
1: Um, I think that it has, it, it really weighed heavily on me hearing how alone people felt, um, you know, and how just, People were so upset with like the position they were in. Um, you know, so many people are have been yearning to, you know, get back to their work routine and and get back to their uh, pre-COVID routine as best as possible. And they understand that that's a ways away. But and I think a lot of people have done their best to accept that. But just hearing people express like how, um, you know, lonely they felt, how they've gone down to as far as they can go, as far as their depression. Um, talking about how people, you know, their poor self-image of their body because of you know, you know, not having healthy options during COVID. Um, I mean, there's so many things that I can pick out in these focus groups that that really make me want to just do everything I can to to fix all of these things. But um, I think hearing about isolation, uh, you know, uh, d- to be honest, a majority of these focus groups have leaned. Heavily senior um, oriented so far, and and we will have more focus groups that touch on a lot of different other age groups. But this age group specifically, who's already isolated to begin with, who already has sedentary uh, lifestyles in some cases, I think just seeing how that's kind of ravaged that community and and kind of beaten people down, and to the point where they don't they don't know you know when this is going to end or if there's ever a light to them being able to kind of get past some of what they're feeling, you know, people that literally just want to take a a walk around their block, but are afraid to um, because they don't feel safe. Um, I I think that's, that was hard for me to, to listen to as somebody who um, you know, just has sit in on these sessions and, and had heard what people had to say.
0: Yeah. That sounds like that. That'd be really tough. Um, So you have additional focus groups coming up. So can you tell us when they are, where they are? How can someone get in contact with you if they wanna be a part of those focus groups or they want another focus group run?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll begin by just stating that we have, uh, we have six focus groups upcoming in February. We do not have the uh, dates pen- uh, exactly filled in yet. We are waiting on the invitations to be um, accepted with the meeting details, but just to kind of give a rundown We'll be meeting with representatives from the Tri-Cities, from Yakima, from Spokane. Uh, we'll be meeting with uh, some representatives uh, that also kind of meet virtually throughout the state. Uh, so, so, you know, some members of these different consumer groups and, and community stakeholder groups. Um, so we'll, we'll be able to kind of get those uh, focus group times narrowed down and, and we'll get that information out uh, on the uh, blindcovid.com website. Um, as well as through uh, other um, listservs as well. If people would like to uh, join those focus groups based off of um, you know, what is best for their schedule, uh, the best thing to do would just be to contact uh, myself, Matthew Hines, uh, and I'll go ahead and give my f- uh, phone number. Uh, that's 360-980-2385. Uh, again, that's 360 360- 980-2385. Um, you could also email me at matthew.hines at uh, That's M-A-T-T-H-E-W period H-I-N-E-S. And uh, I can uh, get that over to you guys to send out with this podcast as well um, so that people can uh, see that posted up as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, and Matt. Thank you for 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 meeting with us today or being a part of this podcast. Thank you for your work in reaching out to blind people across the state. Um, and you know, we we really appreciate what you're doing as far as collecting this information. Um, and and I have a feeling we're going to be hearing from you in another episode at some point.
1: Probably so. And I would also just encourage people to keep sending. Uh, you know, even if you can't make a meeting, um, we have opportunities to send in feedback as well. And so I, I know you'll share that um, in, your, in your future episodes as well. So.
0: Yep, yep. So you can always access the blindcovid.com website. You can email the uh, blindcovid at wssb.wa.gov, or we have our new uh, blind uh, COVID access line, which is 360-947-3330. All
1: right, Excellent. well, thank you, Matt. Awesome. Thank you, Corey. Take care, and uh, everyone have a great day.
0: Wow, that's really exciting to be able to uh, hear some of the great um, feedback that Matt has been able to gather uh, around the state. Sounds like there's some more opportunities coming up. Um, I, I'm really excited uh, about um, the 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 information that has been gathered. Uh, it's just it's really exciting. Uh, Before we close out today's episode, I want to give you some tips and introduce you to blindcovid.com. And I want to do that using my screen reader here for you. you. Um, And so I am going to move over to my computer now. And I actually am going to turn on the screen reading software. So it's currently going... And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to open my browser. Now I'm using Chrome. You can choose to use whatever browser you want. Um, And what I want to do is just give you uh, some tips and tricks for navigating BlindCovid.com and really introduce you to the website. Now I'm on the BlindCovid website right now and uh, I got to tell you, we're still working. It's a still working progress. Um, it's not actually live yet, but I want to introduce you to what we got so far. So I'm going to slow my speech down here real quick for you.
2: Or slow, 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 slower.
0: And on the, we're on the homepage of the blindcovid.com website. So at the top of the page, here's what you're going to hear when you first log on.
2: Blind COVID vertical power empowering blind and low vision individuals during the COVID-19 pandemic.
0: And the first thing that I like to do when I go to a web page, and this will work for this one as well, is I like to look at the different headings. And so on this web page, we have a few different headings, and we navigate with the headings by H. So I'm going to start by pressing H, and we're going to hear...
2: Resources for navigating the world during the COVID-19 pandemic heading level 1.
0: Resources for navigating the COVID-19 pandemic. And then we're going to navigate by H again. That was a heading level one. So this next one is going to be
2: our mission heading level two.
0: A, another uh, heading level, but it's going to be at a level two this time. And that's going to be our mission. And if we wanted to read that, uh, we could actually just use our downer here. But I'm going to go through and see what other headings we have.
2: Heading level two. Heading level two, our actions.
0: We have our actions next. Um, And then we have low vision and blind resources. So those are the four or five different headings that we have here. Now I'm going to go back to the top of my page because there's some links here that we're going to be really important that we examine. And I'm going to do that with my control home.
2: Blind COVID Vertical Bar Empowering Blind and Low Vision Individuals During the COVID-19 Pandemic.
0: And we heard that same title that we heard before, and we're just going to down arrow from here.
2: Same page link, skip the content, list of one items visited link, follow on Twitter, list end.
0: Oh, you can follow us on Twitter, and we will definitely make sure we include that uh, in our next podcast, our Twitter uh, handle.
2: Blind COVID. And we have a Link slash blank search for colon. Search edit search. A search box. Search button havoc list of five. Visited current page list of five. And then finals. it says
0: we have a list of five different links here. We have the home page.
2: Visited current page link home.
0: Which we're on. Then we have
2: visited link testing slash vaccines.
0: Testing and vaccines.
2: Link covert dash 19 stats. Stats. Visited link resources. Resources. Select visited link media.
0: And then we have a if you heard this one it, it's a link but it says media but it says collapsed. And we expand that with the space bar.
2: Navigation region. Media 3 expanded link.
0: And it says media 3 expanded.
2: expanded three. List of level one. Slower, slower, slower.
0: Sorry about the speed there. And then it pops up with a list. Link video. And we have video, link podcast. Podcasts. And so if you happen to miss one of our podcasts, you can go there. Now, as we progress in our podcast and in the development of this website, we will definitely be showing you some of the other components. I'm really excited um, when we get the uh, stats area all ready to go to be able to show you that. Um, This was just a brief introduction to the website. And so I hope this information has been really helpful for you. I hope you look forward to joining us for another episode of the Blind COVID Podcast. If you have questions you want answered on future episodes or stories or personal experiences you've had as a blind person during COVID-19, or expertise you could offer, there's two ways you can get a hold of us. You can send an email to blindcovid at WSSB.WA.GOV. That's B-L-I-N-D-C-O-V-I-D at WSSB.WA.GOV. GOV. Or you can call the blind COVID access line at 360-947-3330. And those are the two ways that you can get a hold of us. Uh, Till the next time, stay safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, and maintain your six feet of distance.